There were so many albums that I could have chosen to kick off the month of May. Uh, New Car Seat Headrest, Drake, Ghost Poet, Diet Sig, Ostra, Man Man, uh, Havoc, the fuck, even Caleb Landry Jones, the guy who plays the creepy brother in Get Out, put out a better album that I could have talked about for the first review of this month rather than what I'm going to be talking about today. Uh, But no, here I am reviewing the new JoJo album, Good to Know. JoJo, a decently uh, yet inexplicably successful R&B singer who's been around since 2016, I think, uh, has time and time again proven to be possibly the least dynamic singer that I have ever heard. Honestly, there's really just no appeal in her music. Uh, There's nothing that she does that you couldn't find in literally any other artist that does uh, her style of music, but does it at least like 10 times better than her. Uh, Her career defined by her being a static artist. I think that doesn't really necessarily set the stage for a favorable review. And that's really just to put it lightly. Uh, Good to Know starts off with two of the most bland R&B songs. uh, There's really just absolutely nothing going on there. So bad. And Pedialyte set up a formula that JoJo is going to use on just about every other song on this album. They are both songs that centralize around her monotone lyrics and have almost no instrumentation outside of the lower end of the bass clef. Uh, Like, honestly, I get that R&B is traditionally supposed to be stylized to be a little deeper, a little darker, a little more mysterious, but JoJo plays this aesthetic up to an absurdly annoying degree. Both instrumentals are very bass-heavy with reverb effects put on all instruments, but it only really works on the synths. And I use the term works here very generously. The instrumentals are just so, like, dark and mixed so low that, like... There's just nothing you get there, which brings her vocals to the forefront of the track. And she's really just not that good of a singer. Like, it just, I don't know. It's like the worst possible combination of an instrumental you could pick for an artist whose probably weakest point is her vocals. If you could really say that she has a good, solid, like, thing going for her as an artist. Her singing style in these songs, as well as on tracks like Man, Small Things, and Don't Talk Me Down, find JoJo doing her best Ariana Grande impression, despite not nearly having uh, a similar vocal range uh, to Ariana. Uh, Not only that, but the instrumental on Small Things is just so not her style. It's like there are all these really dark things that you'd think, okay, well, at least be consistent about it. But then she comes on with this song, Small Things, that has a weaker instrumental that Daniel Caesar probably would have used, but would have made sound good with like an acoustic guitar and these weird little like bell things that kind of come in, but don't really seem to have their place in the instrumental. And honestly, Small Things is probably one of the better songs on the album. Like the only other tolerable song I think on this album that I could ever really... I, not that I would ever listen to it again, but that I could like tolerate listening to again would be gold. Uh, the common theme among these two songs is that the instrumentals are a lot more sparse and uh, much higher pitched, making them, I think, a lot easier to mix. And to the credit of whoever mastered both of these songs, I actually think the vocal layering here is quite good. Uh, it's really one of the brighter moments in the track listing, uh, the way they uh, kind of I guess just put her voice on top of each other without making it sound corny and obnoxious. But 
Jesus, the mixing on all the other deeper songs is really just atrocious. The mix on Lonely Hearts is possibly the biggest mess I've heard all year. What tries to be a sensual, intriguing instrumental is plagued by random fucking sounds and over-the-top amount of auxiliary percussion that just fits together to make, like, a joke of a beat. Like, I would honestly rather listen to the instrumental from East than listen to the instrumental on Lonely Hearts. And, like, when all of these small things, like, come together, like, they kind of, like, pop in and out by themselves and come in on the chorus. Like, when the chorus happens, you can just hardly understand what you're listening to. Like, it's genuinely painful for me. It's just so bad. And the very next song, Thinking About You, takes the most annoying component of the Lonely Hearts instrumental and uses it as a focal point of the song. Like, for some reason, she thinks that these watery shakers that just don't ever fucking let up sound good. And, and no, they just don't. They're so annoying. Like, the way that they're edited to kind of sound, like, darker and kind of, like, almost a part of the bass line before kind of supposed to, I guess, wash over you to some degree. I'm not really sure what they were going for, but that's kind of what happens in the chorus. It's just obnoxious because then you just get this, like, shaking, ringing sound kind of at the forefront of the instrumental. It's just not good. And, like, just to step away from the instrumentals because there's really not much more I could say that I haven't already said just because I really don't like them. Uh, I guess I'd want to talk about the thematics of the album. Uh, I don't really mind when artists aren't thematically versatile. Like, 99% of Charlie XCX's songs are about love, and I don't care because they're good. But the way JoJo drags the listener through the same two overused and boring narratives for the whole album is just ridiculous. When she's not talking about good sex in a relationship, she's talking about missing the good sex because the relationship is over or about how she doesn't even need it because she's just like so above it. But there are some times like on the song Comeback where she does these little vocal ad-libs that are so forced and ugly that I genuinely had to like pause the song before I could continue listening. Like I, I get that like what she's doing kind of fits the style or I guess the type of song that she's singing, but just she just doesn't do it well. She just doesn't. And it's really sad when I think the only standout verse on this album is by the only other featured vocalist, like Tory Lanez. His verse is like the only verse that I was like, okay, this is fine. Like I would listen to this, but everything else, <clears throat> it's just not good. Honestly, the only saving grace of this album is that it's only nine songs and just barely under 30 minutes. But since I had to listen to it multiple times to make sure it wasn't as awful as I thought before dragging it through the mud, the runtime didn't really matter to me. The only song in this album that is even close to being halfway decent, uh, gold, still does not warrant any replay value. There's just not a single original idea on this album, and I hate it. I, I, I hate it. I just, I just hate it. It's so artistically bankrupt, but even in a way where, like... I can't overlook how stereotypical the songs are because they're fun, because the songs here just aren't fun. Like, it's not even like she is like, yeah, this isn't really like my style, but at least I'm doing it well and it's fun to listen to because it's just not fun at all. If I had to rate this album, Good to Know by JoJo, it's, it's an abysmal one.